Hi everyone, welcome to Women With Books. This is your regular host, author Lindsay Emery. I felt like I had to introduce myself this week because this is part two of a very long conversation of an episode where I gave my friend, author, mermaid podcast host, and entrepreneur, Laura Von Holt, the control of my podcast. She interviewed me about my latest release, The Royal Runaway, and about lots and lots of things, <laughs> hence two-parter episode. So if you haven't heard part one, go back and listen to that. And if you haven't read The Royal Runaway yet, we took great care not to spoil anything. At least I hope we did. Thank you all for a great release week and for supporting Women With Books. Here's part two of my interview with the fabulous Laura Von Holt. Right. I mean, James Bond is sad when people, his girlfriends die, because they always do. But it's not like you're not really seeing that relationship in conjunction with the rest of the story. And so when she said that, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of intrigued with that possibility of writing. the Like, I'm watching Jack Ryan right now on Amazon with my husband. And I'm kind of like, I would really like it for his epidemiologist girlfriend to come with him. Yeah. And she, you know, like, they're fighting something and they're working. She's using medical knowledge and he's using CIA analysts. I'm like, now I have to write a fanfic about that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I think, I'm just thinking this podcast is called Women With Books. So obviously we are pro-women on this podcast. Um, And one thing about having adventure with romance is that I've noticed with your heroines is that it really gives the women um, an opportunity to, you know, prove their mettle, but also kind of expands their worldview and their view of themselves. Like with Princess Thea, even though she's been jilted at the altar and it's like horribly embarrassing and totally confusing and she's like, I don't know what to do with my life, but it gives her an opportunity to reconsider everything that actually matters to her. Um, and like, mm-hmm. did she yeah. want that big fluffy white wedding dress, royal wedding stuff, you know, like, or does she really care about being a leader? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've seen that in other parts and what, of your what work kind too. of person does she want as a partner? Right, exactly. And what partner that's actually huge. makes sense for her? Exactly. Yeah. Which you're like, that's actually a hugely important question. It's not just like, do they have the right pedigree? But like, as a modern ruler, who's going to make sense for you and what your role in the world is and also it's a really good consideration of what the changing a role of a royal person is mm-hmm. in the modern era like yeah. they really have to be it's not just like i throw a festival so you don't revolt it's like they really have to be um, advocates for their country and their culture and they have to really be even more so i think working on behalf of the people just as much as a government official Right. And I couldn't ignore, you know, those modern realities. Yeah. I mean, I had to say, like, there's talk about whether the country should be a republic or not, Mm -hmm. whether they should do away with the monarchy. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think in any um, thoughtful person's world Mm -hmm. that that's going to come up. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and that's why going back to what I talked about, like the waste of a, a... a royal wedding and mm-hmm. she even goes back and forth she's like yeah it took a lot of money to throw that but how many tour tourists do we bring in right you know so there's there's all of that that um that i throw in but i mean it wasn't like conscious like i'm not trying to like write like a thought piece right, on- <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. i was just trying yeah. to like do my best to be like okay i'm recognizing that this is complex and this yeah. is all the stuff that they is considering too like this is who I am and I can't walk away from it, but mm-hmm. neither can I ignore that it's not really like a 21st century gig. Yeah. 
Totally. Okay, so I want to switch a little bit to the mystical now because we talked about the practical realities of the royalty. But one of the fun mm. things in the book is that you have um, a court astrologer who becomes very <laughs> integral to like many mysteries, which is really fun in a like a Rasputin type of way, you know. Um, um, but so Sybil is a court astrologer who I think was very integral to Thea's mother. Yes. Right. Okay. So, and she she becomes kind of an ally in a lot of their um, adventures. Um, so it was very cool to have like that mystical element, and I liked it because knowing you personally, I know that we both like tarot cards and we use them a lot in our creative process. Yes. Um, so I wanted to know, like, when you were writing the book, were you was like tarot or astrology? Like, were you consulting anything for yourself, and then did it dictate <laughs> anything that happened in the book, or was it just like a fun element to play with? I think it was just... I'm trying to remember. Um, I think it was just a fun element to play with. Um, I just had this image of, of Sybil mm-hmm. and, and, I, and like how... She, I don't really... That's interesting that you bring that up. I don't really remember how Sybil came about. Um, but obviously she came from my subconscious somewhere. Well, and at obviously. the very end... You know, I I did have to do some research because um, actually the t- the conversation she has about um, a character's astrology mm-hmm. that is I think accurate. Okay, okay. <laughs> as accurate. I mean, it's it's close. I mean, because yeah. I really I had put something in there, and I think when I was editing, I was like, I want to see, make sure that this is um, right. So I did kind of construct. I think I did. <laughs> you did like a birth chart for someone. I didn't do a birth chart. Okay. I looked up, um, oh my gosh, I looked up something like, what are the most common signs for serial killers or something? Oh, really? Oh my God, that's fascinating. Like, is there, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, yeah, which, so uh, which zodiac sign is like, because, has the most yeah. serial killers associated well, with it? Because astrologists have done like Hitler yeah. and like all these other things. So I think yeah. I went through some of those and I picked ones from each of them. I was like, like, so this guy's a Leo and then this guy has like Sag, right? I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't remember what it was, right, but, but I kind of like, yeah. I, I kind of looked it up yeah. and was like, okay, um, if you're a sociopath, you might have this symbol mm-hmm. and you might have this moon or, mm-hmm. I mean, I forget what I wrote, but, um, but yeah, I did do some of that research and then at the very end, there's a mention of a, of a tarot card. Yeah. And um, I actually got that inspiration because I I do Pinterest boards mm-hmm. for all of my books, mm-hmm. and I um, I I really do use them as a tool while I'm writing. I mean, I do it at the beginning, and then as I write, I kind of um, pull in other things, and I I I make it so that if I'm trying to get in the mood for writing, I just have to open up a Pinterest board, yeah. and I could get sunk into it really yeah. quickly visually. That's cool. Okay. And so I think I did a search on Pinterest for, like, queens or something. Mm-hmm. And I got a pin for a Queen of Swords card. Ooh, okay. And I put that on my board, and I'm not even sure I knew where it was going to fit in. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that Queen of... And I'll put this... This is interesting. I'll, I'll put some of these up on my blog or You something. should, because I want to um, know about it. Because cool. then I described that Queen of Swords card at the end of the book okay. when it comes into play. Yeah. But, um... Well, I also liked it because, like, I feel like the idea of a court astrologer feels very, like, you know, pre, um, like, scientific method. (laughs) Um, And so it seems just full of, like, you know, what people would consult 
just to make themselves feel better about some big international choice. But what I like about the role of the court astrologer in this is that you realize um, what an intimate knowledge they have of the um, royal family, not just because they've like done all their charts and are like, this is, you know, what the stars influences on you, but also that they have like heard some of their biggest problems and worries. Um, mm -hmm. And so they have almost like a therapeutic role Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just I liked seeing that recast. It, it's not just like I'm come in in my turban to like tell you not to invade France. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like it's like I've actually like legit been here through like all of your marital marital difficulties. I've been here through the birth of your children. I've like forecast what their lives will be because I am an intimate of you and because I care about the family as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just interesting. But also, this is the mystical. So I just, I always have to get into mermaids because my podcast is the Mermaid Podcast, and you and, write mermaids. And I write as mermaids. Madame de Boudoir. Yes, as you'll recognize from season one of the Women with Books podcast. <laughs> um, so, and one of my favorite things about having so many writer friends is that when I read their books, I'll, they'll mention something, and then I'm like, oh, a mermaid could totally go there. <laughs> so Julia <laughs> Kelly has some cave in her upcoming book, The Light Over London, that like I'm claiming. <laughs> like I've like I just want to it's like I want to hang out with you so much in real life that I have also have to like write myself into your worlds so that I can like <laughs> hang out with you in my imagination as well <laughs> so so just for I'm going to be reposting this on my podcast so for your listeners and mine I did have a mermaid idea for you because I was okay. like the only thing that's really missing from all of your world building is we have all this history but we don't have as much mythology so yeah. I was like, oh, it's okay, Lindsay. I thought of it for you. <laughs> okay. Let me, you know what? I okay. just got an idea too. So okay. you tell me your idea. Okay. So this is they just, might be the same one. This is, well, this is my same idea. And like, you know, maybe at some point if we get it together, we could like co-write a like bonus mythology scene from like a history book. So my idea is like, because the island of Perpetua is just so interesting as far as like having like women, but also it's an island with like craggy shores. And like, I think you have to scale rocky cliffs at some point. Right. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. So it's I totally think there's like some like mermaid sailor legend. Maybe it relates to like the pirate queen and the Portuguese or something. Um, but I totally think there's some like mermaid legend legend off the island of Perpetua. And like I could almost imagine like a queen who's locked up there for like years, like you know, thinks she sees mermaids and then becomes like a mermaid scholar or like or there's something where like um, you know, the the sailors like in the maritime industry, um, what whatever their view of mermaids is would be important. I feel like they're very practical because sometimes mermaid legends are for sailors are like it's a bad omen you know they're gonna lure you to your death but the Dredish seems so practical to me that they would have a very much like oh if there's a mermaid there must be fish around because she's also hunting mm, <laughs> like yeah 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 I think so yeah it would just be like a very practical mythology yeah they're not gonna be too um worked up about yeah like, no. oh, storms coming yeah. mermaids are coming in yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> yeah no i was thinking too it would have um, any mermaid story would have to be around um perpetua mm -hmm. and um so it one of the things i explained in the book is that perpetua was founded um during the holy roman empire it was a convent mm -hmm. and so i mean you could even go back that far Ooh. like nuns Nuns. nuns who are on this island. For what, why are you putting nuns on islands? What are they doing there? Yeah, what are, they doing? what are they doing on islands? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they're they're looking after, um, you know, misbehaving princesses. Yeah. That's probably what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Who are sent there. But um, maybe they're also working with mermaids. 
they totally are. Or maybe some of them are, like, part mermaid. Like, they just kind of yeah. go back and forth, you know? Can I tell you a secret about Perpetua that's not in anything yet? Yes! Oh, my God. Okay. Exclusive to the podcast, what's the secret? <laughs> okay. It's not really that big a deal. Okay. <laughs> but I have, I know there, I think I might mention it, maybe. There are hot springs <gasps> in Perpetua. Okay. With, like, caverns. And I have, like, the scene I want to put in under Perpetua, but I have not been able to figure out how to write it yet. Yeah. Because um, I'm not the type of person, well, I am, but I can't figure out how to, like, get some people underneath the island to make out. Okay. But anyway, but that is going to happen one of these days. So that's, like, either a sneak peek into my um, brain totally, or yeah. we'll use that in our story. Yeah, totally. Oh, there's, like, caverns. Are they, Are there any, like, ocean entryways? Or are they just, like, underground caverns? Like, when people go, like, Spelunking, what's it called? Would people go like cave? Yeah, I think diving? you can go there on the yeah. beach. I mean, it's basically okay. like where Wonder Woman yep. and what's his face? Yeah, like totally. he gets out of the tub. Yeah, yep. that's basically okay, my. Great. my yep, got it, got it, got it. So there's like some entryway from land, but also there could be like a crag, like a crack in a rock kind of thing where yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if your boat like got thrown up against it, you could go in there and yeah. yeah. And oh, you find yourself in a mermaid harem totally. or something. I don't oh, even totally. know. Totally. I mean, or, like, there could be, like, troll. Like, there's a lot of legends you could go. So I think this mm-hmm. is great. I definitely feel like um, if at any point you get stuck and you don't have a dead body or kissing, I would just recommend going full mythology. Going into the mermaid. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's just, you know, for book two or three. Which, speaking of which, I don't know if you can talk about, but, like, are we hoping for more in this world? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's a loaded yes. <laughs> Without announcements. <laughs> I know. I, I need know. to figure out where we are on all that. Okay. But, um, yes. Okay, great. So, what I, yes. I, a lot of readers who and bloggers who have already read the book have mm-hmm. reached out to me about this, and um, I think I, like, people said something like, is it too home? too much to ask i'm like oh, no. no it's not too much to ask it's yeah. not too much to ask okay but of course the best way of making sure you get more perpetua and dreden is to uh, tell your friends to buy the book tell your friends <laughs> to buy the book and leave amazon reviews clamoring for book two yes yeah yes, that would be good too. that would be good i think or just email your publisher directly as well um <laughs> her email <laughs> her is email that. <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay so i feel like what we should move on to i wanted to talk to you about planners because we both really like planners and it's just a f- one of my favorite things about you is how good you are at planners okay. um but i don't I have it right next to me yeah right great now. so i just need everyone else to know that listens to this that that Lindsay and i both love planners and we can talk to you about them all the time so sure. like if you guys like planners send us pictures of your planners uh, I feel like Princess Thea definitely has a planner, and I would like to see her planner at some point. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I want to know what her yeah. planner is. Really into it. I don't know if she's like a Bujo girl or if she's got like washi tape. Like I don't know what her preferences are, but well, she's got a lot know, going on. Has an assistant. Oh, that's true. Do they have a planner? Loose. And I did kind of briefly. I think I mentioned it's like a throwaway. Like, yeah, it's a leather bound book. Uh-huh. Lucy has uh-huh. it's a fountain, uh, fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Fountain tip yeah and um yeah but I think that as Thea um comes more into her own she will definitely be taking on a lot of her own um planning Mm -hmm. like she Mm -hmm. she has she has Lucy who is her assistant and that's really important to her but you know she's also um she's also had a job Mm -hmm. she's been to 
university. She knows, you know, she's done it before. Um, but then I think when she like settled into like princess mode, she might have handed it off a little bit. Oh. But she's definitely going to be like taking charge and starting, to, you know, to write her own journals and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I should probably also ask you: Is there anything that you're reading currently that you want to recommend to your <gasps> listeners? Oh my gosh! Did you oh not prepare? Did I? Oh my! <laughs> did I spring this on you? Oh my god, Lindsay! I'm so sorry. No, this is like what. Um, this is what other people feel like. <laughs> yes. Oh, why did I do this? Why do I do this to people? I'm sorry. To, oh do you my want guess. me to talk about what I read? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. I will because I. Okay, so I will tell you. Um, I listened to your interview with Penny Reed, and my also my little sister. Shout out to Melly. She loves Penny Reed too, and I finally got into the Winston Brothers series. So I just read book one a little while ago which I loved and then I just read this past week book two um which is the one with Jethro the ranger and mm-hmm. and um and oh my god what's her name Sienna the movie star comedian actress writer um and I like laughed and like highlighted lines and Isn't it good? it's so good um so I definitely recommend that one and then so then this other book was floating around on um twitter by Charlotte Stein and it's called I think Never Sweeter and I was I saw the the premise for it and I was like because it says something about a girl and her um child her high school bully and I was like oh I don't I don't know and but then everyone on Twitter is like no trust us it's not what you think and I read it like and I read it I again I I'm a night owl but I stayed up until 4 a.m on Saturday night reading this book because I couldn't put it down um and it's like so emotional um it's a it's a girl who had this guy who like teased her a lot um and there's one very traumatic incident um and they end up at the same college and they're paired on a film project and like and the thing that's beautiful about it is like you think that he's like an enormous jerk and he um but he does the the whole book is him like groveling and him coming him like telling her how much he realized what a jerk he was and you kind of never get that in real life like a guy actually being like everything I've done was wrong it's totally my own fault and you you need to you don't need to play any part in my redemption I have to figure it out for myself so you get this like kind of like amazingly romantic um speeches from him as he's like trying to constantly apologize for what he did um and then it turns into this like beautiful college romance which made me be like i'm sorry that i went to a school i went to sarah lawrence college which is like all women or 75 percent women and it made me be like i so regret that i like didn't have more men at school because like they're what <laughs> they're like making out in her dorm room watching dirty dance like he loves dirty dancing like once he said he loved dirty dancing i was like there might be hope for this character <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, so so I loved it, um, and and it's just so emotional, and like and Charlotte Stein just does such a wonderful job of writing the intricacies of like, especially like you know, early twenties like emotions and like your your first big relationship, but also like you know gripping coming to grips with like the the stuff that we deal with in high school and the people that we are in high school and how we get to change when we are finally out of that environment and get to be our own people. Um, but watching the two of them navigate like their past and watching, um, like in this current culture, watching a man actually come to grips with what he's done was like so healing. <laughs> was oh, like, I it is. Yeah. It was like, Oh, that's what it sounds like when someone takes accountability. <laughs> like, so for that reason, I loved it. Plus like Charlotte Stein, I think Damon Swade gave some props to her on your podcast about the, the way she writes sex scenes and they are like I mean I think I'm gonna buy the hard copy so I can highlight it as like a master class <laughs> oh yeah yeah so those two I read recently I also read um Tessa Dare's 
um, do you want to start a scandal? And which was just uh, always delightful because Tessa Dare is always delightful. Um, and then I read, hold on, I'm just checking my Goodreads because there's one more that I was like, wait, I know I want to talk about this. Um, I read something, oh my God, what was it? It was, oh man, it was really good. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm, I'm looking at my no. Yeah, I'm looking look at, at my Kindle. So here's the deal, though, about me, and yeah. I kind of talked about it before. Um, is that I read a lot and then I um, don't yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but what's happening? What's happened a lot this summer, mm-hmm. and what's happening now with regards to fiction mm-hmm. is that I have like a bunch of books I'm like halfway done with because I will start one totally, and then I because I do the podcast, mm-hmm. I also like to read my guest books, so I go back and forth a lot. Right, and that's one of my main um, not regrets, but I I wish I need to get that into yeah somehow because i i do i love reading i love immersing myself in a book but doing the podcast too i'm i'm kind of a little um jumping around yeah but um especially with fiction and then with fiction too is i'm really careful about um what i'm when i'm writing and reading fiction. yeah that's tricky um and I, I can't really even say it's not that I can't do it, but I, I just especially if I'm reading someone with like a really strong voice or something, I I kind of back away from it. But I did recently um, finish the Kate Daniel series by Alona Andrews. Ooh, uh huh, always good. So uh, Magic Triumphs was, um, I mean, awesome because everything they write is. But I think it, for me it was also frustrating because you can there's going to be there's going to be more books in this series, oh. and so not. In the Kate Daniel series, yeah. like spinoffs. Yeah. So it just made me want those more. Yeah. So it's frustrating in that I'm like, I see it. I just like I said, I want more. Totally. Um. <laughs> but oh, I just finished a couple of really good non-fictions though. Um. Oh, what is it? Who thought this was a good idea? By Alyssa Mastro Monaco, okay. I believe. Um. It's really adorable. It is a memoir of um. Oprah President Obama's deputy chief of staff. Oh, I forget yes, exactly I heard what of her this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's a it's a memoir, and it's, it's supposed to be more for like a late teen, college age mm-hmm. kid. But of course, I loved it um, because she's like my exact age. So all of her memories about eighties and nineties. You know, yes, like all of her references about like being <coughs> in college and being in flannel and stuff. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I get that. Um, I would have loved this book as a college student or in high school student who was mm-hmm. interested in government, who was interested in political science, um, because it's the story of a girl who worked her way up and and became hugely influential in a administration and a country. And wow. um, and she's just really, really it's written in a very accessible, yeah. uh, interesting way. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that and I'm probably gonna recommend it to a lot of my friends who's daughters might be a little bit older too because it's a good good book for them and then i also finished um i'm going through like a phase maybe it's because of all the politics i've been watching <laughs> but I'm, I'm i've got like a whole stack of um white house washington books um and not any of the ones that are just yeah. coming out like i'm going back a few years <laughs> for whatever reason um i just finished um i think it was called first First Wives, okay. First Ladies, okay. First Women, First Women. Yeah. Um, by, I um, don't 
see it. Anyway, it's a um, nonfiction about oh, first women by Kate Brower Anderson, the Grace okay. and Power. Um, anyway, and she it's kind of um, Kate Anderson Brower, and um, she's written a couple books, kind of about the inside stories of the White House. So she has this one, and I have her other one too. I'm going to read um, because I'd really love to write a story about. The West Wing Ooh. or East Wing one day. Yes. And so many kissing and dead bodies. <laughs> so many kissing and dead bodies. But I'm really afraid that if I did it right now, people would be like, satire or she hates you know, right. the country right. or something. And I, I don't know that the time Gotta is pick right. your moment. Gotta pick your moment. Either the time is perfect <laughs> time or the perfect. time is really wrong. Right. I mean, it's one of those two things for the world to have a Lindsay well, and White House start, novel. if you start writing it now, it will come out like... True. later and then also the other thing that i think that we have learned in the in the past like two years is that normally when you would write a book someone would be like that's preposterous that could never happen and that actually rule is dead now <laughs> for fiction i think if you're writing about the, the white house because everything preposterous has happened so quickly <laughs> that, well, that's the thing yeah. is that every time i go you know Lindsay, it's not really the time to be um to be writing a story mm-hmm. about the White House and mysteries and people kissing there. Then I think, well, when I wrote The Royal Runaway in 2016, uh-huh. I didn't know that there were going to be two yeah, royal weddings know. when you it came know. out. So yeah. what if I go ahead and write that book and and somehow get people to say yes to it? Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time it comes out, like we have a totally new situation and everyone is hungry for a White House romance. Yeah, I mean, Lindsay. <laughs> it's just, I just think that you're, I think like the astrologer, you are subconsciously forecasting things. So I feel like you should just, you know, I would like to see what you did with that. <laughs> if my agent is listening right now, her head just exploded. I know, totally. Um, but well, just, just said it in a fictional country. Just said it in a fictional country. <laughs> Lindsay, solved it. No problem. In Canada. In fictional Kanashdia. <laughs> There is a president. There is a president. <laughs> I love it. Yes. You heard it here. You heard it, it has here. nothing to do with the United States of America. If you want this, Lindsay, to write this book, please tweet her at Lindsay Emery <laughs> or go to her website. Okay. Um, all right. I feel like we need to wrap up. I know you usually do a lightning round, but... What did you said you had questions from people? Did we already answer we answer all of them, actually, because okay, we all have the same questions, so I just okay. kind of covered them all. It's like, please tell her how do you... Pronounce these things. Yeah, basically, it was pronouncing those things. How do you keep track of your world? Let's talk about grumpy cops. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Those were um, those were those are all the questions. Uh, let's see if I can. Maybe I can do your lightning round from memory. Um, milk or dark chocolate? Dark. Ooh. Um, arms or abs or chiseled jaw? <laughs> I like them to have arms. <laughs> Forearms, I think. I think forearms. Forearms are the best part of the arms. Which wedding would you rather go to, Meghan Markle's or Princess Eugenie's? Well, I mean, Meghan Markle's has already passed. I know, but still. I I always have a soft spot for any children of um, Sarah, Duchess of York. I mean, mean, she's going to be the most amazing mother of the bride. I feel like the the thing about Meghan Markle and Harry's wedding is like we, there was this huge hole left by Diana and you're going to get the opposite at Eugenie's wedding where you're going to have like, like give no farts Sarah Ferguson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's the one you would want to sit next to. Yeah, totally. be like, All right, girl, tell me. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. 
And she'd be like, oh, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. let me tell you. Um, me tell you. So then there's the thing where it's like, oh, if you're going to buy a book, is there a beach chair or apps? Which one do you do you buy? Oh, lately it's probably been more of the beach books. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, there's one more question. Oh, do you turn to the back of the book first or no? No. No. Okay. No, 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 no. So, do you no. like how I listen to you so much that I just know those questions? That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. It'll yeah. be really interesting yeah. to see if other people who are listening are like, no, I know those. <laughs> if you were screaming at Laura during that and want to correct her, yeah. go to her Instagram or Twitter. Are you Laura Von Holt? I'm Laura Von Holt on Instagram and Von Hottie on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. tell her she... I messed up the lightning round. I did not prepare adequately <laughs> as, as, as your solicitor. Liberty stand-in. I did not prepare adequately. And there's no producer to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> so. um, well, Lindsay, I think this has been a great... I'm just commend myself and you. What a great interview. <laughs> you did a fantastic job. Thank you. Those were really good questions. Thank you. It's very interesting to talk about my book um, in a deep dive. Oh, yeah. Um, with someone who hasn't read it six times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've read it once. Yeah. I, I'm assuming just once. Maybe you've... One and a half, I think. Once. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, because the other, only other people I can really talk to about it are, like, my agent and yeah. editors, and they have all read it six times. Totally. So we, we talk about it on a different... A different level. Skin, yeah. different level. But um, it was really interesting to do that, and, and it was hard to not give spoilers away. I mean, it is hard because it's I a mystery I think we were book. good about I that. I think so. I think so. I think we talked around it enough. Um, and because we, I could tell, like, a couple times we were about to go, um, Yeah. <laughs> That's really important. Really? I can only talk about, like, the first third of the book and then a couple stuff in the middle. And then that's it. Right. And um, then, there's a lot more. Um, God, you gave me a lot to think about. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Well, I and just now, I want to make sure everybody... Let's tell them what to do. So, you guys, okay. listen You listen to this podcast. Now what you need to do is, no matter when in time you're listening to this book, to this podcast, you should go buy Lindsay's book. Um, you can go to her website, lindsayemory.com. Also, this website for this podcast is womenwithbooks.com. If you're if it's before October 9th, you can pre-order, which is always fun because then like on the release date, you're like, zing, the book's magically in my Kindle or it's mailed to me now. Yay. Um, but you should also leave a review and tell her publisher that you want book two because the people <laughs> have spoken. And even though Dreden has uh, royalty, America is a democracy and you can vote. So get, <laughs> get out the vote for book two and also go call your senators and tell them your opinions. Yes. <laughs> and not just, and not about my book. Not about I might book. confuse them. <laughs> yeah, sorry. About any opinions you have. <laughs> yeah, don't call your senators but on foreign be relations. Like, and... Be like Princess Thea and advocate for yourself and for your country. Oh. Yeah. You're welcome, Lindsay. <laughs> It's deep, man. deep, deep. <laughs> okay, you are such a good friend for doing this. I want to thank you. Um, it's been my pleasure. You can listen to my podcast at mermaidpodcast.com. I do listen to your podcast. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I do. And I think I'll be hosting. Um, we're going to be doing a special crossover, version. crossover, yeah, crossover. With, yeah. Um, you interviewed a. Uh, I interviewed author. Imogene Hermes, Hermes Goer, which is a very British name, and she's British. Um, we did talk about some royalty too, and and um, she wrote a book called *The Mermaid and Mrs. Hancock*, which takes place in London in the 1700s. And how many copies of that book do you have now? Uh, three. I I made very good <laughs> friends with the Harper Collins publicity department, and now I have three copies, and I'll be doing a giveaway. So. Follow the Mermaid Podcast on Instagram. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I don't even. I don't. They don't give me free. Co- I mean, I've gotten a few, but 
Well, and that's in me three copies of yeah, books. What are you doing I over th- there? I think I got in on their um, mermaid and their folklore list. So I'm just rolling in the books now. Rolling in okay. it. Yeah. You might want to share that with your people. Yeah, I'll share that with my people because I got mad copies. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. I started this podcast so I could have the conversations I wanted to have about books. And by listening, you're part of the conversation too. Contact me on our Facebook page or on any of my social media accounts at Lindsay Emery if you want to talk some more or sign up for my fantastic newsletter. And please leave me a review. It helps other listeners and readers find us. Five stars if you love books. Thanks, and keep reading.